Do you think you're playing football? Do you think you're playing football? Do you think you're playing football? You are showing me nothing. Flyers, Mike Sims, Walker. We are fourth down fiasco. Joining us today is myself, Tanner Vinsky, and my co-host here, Daniel Weber. And we are going to be going through the week 17 game slots. Uh, each week, we will discuss the highs and lows of last games, offering our expert analysis loosely, uh, loosely expert analysis. <laughs> yeah, expert is used very loosely. And we are going to make sure to go through all in-depth explanations of everything football. Uh, so why don't we kick it off right here with New York and Cleveland? Okay. Um, How about you run it back? Yeah, I don't. I did not expect Cleveland and Joe Flacco to do what they did. Um, what is it? They put up 20 points in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven-yard touchdown, seven-yard touchdown, then a deep pick six. Oh, 30-yard pick six. I didn't realize that. But, yeah, Joe Flacco, I don't know what he – what happened to Joe Flacco? Um, well, really, I mean, with Joe Flacco, it's just having somebody in the field of play that can actually scan the entire field as well as just not make, like, boneheaded mistakes. This Cleveland team, yeah, they're not the most talented offensively, but they have such a good O-line, and they have people that can get open that there's really not a whole lot of quarterback needs to do in their situation. Their defenses are going to shut down other teams, and you just need somebody who's going to be willing to see the open receiver and be willing to push down the ball. Yeah. Um, and with Joe Flacco, I mean, he just has enough arm strength that he can make those open throws. And yeah. it's kind of crazy, Joe Flacco – being as old as he is that he's retained so much of his arm strength because you look at like seasons with drew Brees, you know years past where he, i mean he couldn't throw past five yards he had shoulder surgery didn't he he like he hurt yeah throat. early early in his career yeah. though right i thought it like, was both but i could be wrong it could be um, i guess but it helps to have amari cooper like yeah he's on the browns but he's still he's still good he just hasn't had a quarterback to showcase that like he didn't Dallas before he got traded. Um, so it makes sense to see Amari Cooper coming back into form with a quarterback that actually knows how to play football. Yeah, and right. Can push the ball down the field and can make an accurate pass. But. No, I I completely agree. I mean, I I look like an idiot because last week I said this was going to be an upset. Um <laughs> But, you know, the Browns are just really good. And it sucks to say because, you know, I can't stand Cleveland. Yeah, but I can't stand either any of our teams <laughs> in our division. <laughs> but, I mean, Cleveland is just really talented. They have every 
defensive piece they need and that's that's all that matters if they can just hold offenses uh to scoring as little as they do and joe flacco can play mistake free football they're gonna win a lot of games and they're gonna be scary in the playoffs but you know once a high-end pass rush gets to them it's gonna be very interesting to see how joe flacco reacts yeah i'll be they flacco hasn't played against baltimore yet has he he is not no i'll be curious to see if they end up playing against each other in the playoffs how that'll work out yeah i i think that's going to be the team that cleveland does not want to pull but you know there could be some old some old feelings there you know moving on to lamar from joe flacco that he might bring out the game of his that's true his life Uh, but um, i'm looking at the stats i i flacco averaged 10 yards per pass last week he only had 19 completions for 301 yards it's crazy that's absurd. Uh, to be fair, a lot of it was YSE. There's a lot of yards after catch for some of those touchdowns and passes. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, averaging ten yards a pass is good to be. Still really good. Uh, I wonder if it shows yak yards. I'm not sure off a box score if it will. It's going to be kind of does. yeah. You could probably find it, but probably, but that's okay. But. Yeah, so Cleveland, Flacco's hitting a shot at the right time, right before the playoffs. They've already clinched a spot, so they'll probably... I think they've clinched the five seed. I don't think they can... I think they can... Yeah, they can't win their... They can't be the one seed. Yeah, they can't win their division. Um, But they... I think they can't fall down to six, because they have 11 wins, right? Yeah, um... It depends on if they hold the tiebreaker over Miami. I think they do. Yeah, I think when I was looking at scenarios, I'm pretty sure Cleveland is... They, I think five. they're locked in at five. So, then they play someone from the south. Yeah. Um, which, that'd be a good game, actually. Any team from the south. Houston's defense against Cleveland. I can see that being pretty good. Um... Nice. Well, you want to move into Dallas-Detroit? Yeah, let's do that. Dallas-Detroit, the game that exploded the internet. Yeah, and for good reasons. There's a lot to talk about. There with, was. I mean, there was, it was a comedy of not only Detroit errors, but officiating errors. Yeah. I mean, it... When... I mean, we've talked about this probably for the last... I don't know. You and me have talked about it for the last, like... I don't know, six years at this point, right? (laughs) Of just, it's, you can't have such an, like, inept officiating (laughs) league with how much money is put onto it with gambling. Oh, yeah. The NFL makes the most in revenue out of any professional sport, and they're the only one that does not have full-time officials yeah isn't Hockey that ridiculous and soccer has full-time officials so how and does... they're not nearly as profitable as the nfl is no, in america not at all and their nfl is putting games all over the world now and you're gonna throw out officials that do this yeah that blatantly just mess up like it's not like it's even malicious. It's just people not knowing how to do their jobs. Yeah. And the reason why is a lot of these officials work as middle school teachers and yeah. other jobs when they're not officiating football. It's and it's ridiculous. 
pay these guys a respectable wage because the NFL can sure as hell fork over the money. Oh yeah, and have them be full time when they're not when they're not officiating games. Have them studying film over the summer. Have them talking about what are we going to call in these scenarios. What is this going to look like? Send them through more advanced training. Like they have to go through training and stuff to even be hired and everything. Work their way up. Just yeah, exactly. Pay it's, them to run through training. It's ridiculous. They should not have this quality of refereeing on this stage. No, not and at all. There's been so many playoff games that have been ruined by it. So many Super Bowls that have been ruined by it. It's not even just regular season games that have playoff implications like this one between Detroit and Dallas. Detroit could have had a one seed. Yeah, potentially. Like, uh, ugh, like everyone's going to bring up what happened on the drive before with the whole tripping penalty which wouldn't have even given the Lions the ball back. But you still have to take into account what did actually happen. And, yeah, the Lions went and tried to distract the Cowboys by sending two-and-a-half linemen over to the head official. But the number he called out, was it in the middle of the field? He wasn't even near him. Yeah, he wasn't even on the – he wasn't like, even talking to the ref. He was running over to him but couldn't even make it in time. So it's one of those things where it's like the the ref just blatantly made a mistake and misheard and somehow yeah. just had a brain fart and thought that somehow. this offensive lineman was, was going to get the ball when the other ones obviously were. And it's just like it's one of those things where you look at it and it's, OK, they score on a play. That's legal because the tight or the offensive lineman reported as eligible. They get the two point conversion with no time left on the clock. They win the game point yeah. blank and simple but they overturn it and the it, game just completely gets so far after too yeah like like a minute yeah, yeah like there was like a solid 45 seconds to a minute before a ref finally says oh there's a there's a penalty yeah and for oh, what's the coaches campbell before the game to run over this exact play with the officials and says we're going to run this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to run this play. This guy is reporting, and then for them to still mess it up, and then for is it Brad or Barry Allen? Oh, he's it's Brad. I think it's. I thought it was Brett Johnson. Honestly, is it? Is it? Know. Is it? Might be. It might be Brad Allen. I don't know. Brad. Oh, it is Brad Allen. Brad, Brad Allen's official. And then for him to double down on his claim, like, oh, he saw this number and heard this number, when everyone saw that he looked at 68, acknowledged 68, and then said the number 70. And then for him just to lie and double down on it is absurd. It sucks. It sucks. It it makes, I don't know, it's, and it's always Detroit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's always Detroit. And, they can never get a call correct for Detroit. No. And I don't know if, like, I don't know if all the officials come from Columbus and are all Ohio State fans or something and just don't want Michigan to ever have anything. Probably. <laughs> but like that can be the only explanation because yeah. it all like it's been a the Detroit's entire like 150 100 year history in the NFL has just been getting screwed over by officials. Yep. Um yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to the officiating, but a lot of it also does come down to Dan Campbell. I get it. You, you need – like you want to be this aggressive coach and you want to go for it on two. You lost all elements of surprise at that point. Yeah. Just kick the fucking extra point and go into overtime. Like are you and, kidding me? And like the football gods were trying to help him out on the second attempt with yeah. the Michael Parsons offsides. 
Like at exactly. that point, just kick the field goal. Go into overtime. Just kick it. And you're not going to convert a two-point conversion on this on the seven no. with one of like the best defenses. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not going to work. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous that Dallas won this game. One because the officials, and two because Dan Campbell had too much pride to just take this game into overtime. Yeah, seriously. It's like bad game. <laughs> and looking at the splits, everything's almost identical. The time of possession was a minute difference. But... It should have been, like we should be talking about how great that game was. Yeah. We should be talking about, you know, Detroit gets that two point conversion, crowd goes crazy. We're talking about how Detroit is this world beater and they might be able to come out of the NFC, they might make a Super Bowl berth. And now think, we're just talking about I think the NFL just needed suck. Dallas to win a win a game against a over five hundred team. Hmm. That's my theory. <laughs> you can't have yeah. Dallas go into the playoffs with no wins against a five hundred team. Yeah, I mean they also need the the NFC repeat to not happen, right? The yeah. NFC East like never repeats, so Dallas is going to win their division and it's not going to repeat again. Well, who knows? It's still up next week. Eagles, or I guess Dallas, if Dallas wins. We'll, we'll get to the Eagles, but the Eagles yeah, suck, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the Eagles. <laughs> All right. Let's jump ahead. Okay, so, yeah, we got Buffalo, New England. Uh, Buffalo's just catching fire at the right time. I do not like Buffalo, but they're. Mm, I hate that they're getting good now. I don't I don't I don't take that away at all from this game. I mean, yeah, Buffalo Buffalo is looking better and that yes they're winning. But to be within 6 of the Patriots, the Patriots, at home? Yeah. It is a division with, game. It is a division game, but like Josh Allen didn't look good. No. And it's one of those things where like I don't know, this is why like you know, I'm. A, people will always give me flack for it. Say I, I don't like respect Josh Allen, but it's just like he just doesn't. He he just has these terrible games where he comes off looking ter- like starting badly, throwing turnovers left and right, and costing his team games because he's trying to do too much. It's it's the same stuff we saw with Carson Wentz. It's just Josh Allen has way more talent than him. Yeah, seriously. And um, it's just. I, I don't trust that guy to ever make a true Super Bowl berth because, yeah, maybe he's going to play way above his level and he's going to try to win. Like he's going to play way above his level. and He's going to be look like the best quarterback on the planet. But then you have games like this against New England where it's like, dude, uh, 15 for 30, 150 yards in an int with no touchdowns. Yeah, I, 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 I don't you're think scoring... Buffalo is a Super Bowl contender. It's just somehow they tend to make the playoffs. All the time. Yeah. they, And the thing is, they can still miss. I mean, they lose to Miami. They're out. It's as simple as that. They have if, some if, weird scenarios that they can still make it. but Well, the, the scenario is, is they need Pittsburgh to lose. It, like, if Pittsburgh loses, they're clear. They just need a win. Yeah. But if Pittsburgh wins and Jacksonville wins and they lose, they're out. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is... Baltimore's going to be playing their backups, most likely. So Pittsburgh has a pretty good chance, especially with Mason Rudolph looking as good as he does. And then Jacksonville's going to be playing the Titans, who have not been looking good. So you're really, you're really coming down to you need to beat the 11-5 Miami Dolphins. 
Yeah. And Buffalo can, and I think they, they easily could. Did. And they already have. By a lot. But that's – it's not a – I don't know. Miami can pull off that game. I, I still – they can pull it off, but I still don't like Miami against good I don't teams. like – I don't like Miami either, but it's in Miami, so. Yeah, that that's, that feels well for actually Josh Allen, so he doesn't have to throw in the snow. Yeah, maybe. Give him more. Even though he's supposed he to be the guy him. who's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Throw well in the snow. Went to I don't know. I I don't like Buffalo. I I haven't liked them all year. The defense is so banged up. They they are their their formula relies on Josh Allen playing at a superhuman level and bailing them out. Yeah, and, and it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, and I don't know. I think it's going to be really hard for them to march into Miami and take the division from them. Yeah. Even though I don't like Miami, I don't like Miami. I don't think Miami's that good. Um, I think there's are arguably Buffalo is a better team than Miami. I think it's a very hard ask to go down to Miami and beat them for the division lead, and go through that. But at least the Miami defense sucks, so that's good for Josh Allen. Yeah. It, it can go either way. Um, I, I just I just hate how Buffalo always finds a way to just squeak in, unless they win their division. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see. I don't know. I I don't have a lot of faith in this Bills team. No, they're I, they're going out first round. If they make it. If they make it, yeah. Um, all right, let's up to Atlanta, Chicago. Atlanta needs to draft Michael Penix. That's the uh, UW quarterback, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Let him stretch the field with Kyle Pitts. Um, and Atlanta needs London. to fire Arthur Smith. That too. Fire, mm-hmm. fire Smith, draft Penix. With your defense, you'll be good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Atlanta just – that whole – the NFC South, man. They're just – they're a trip. <laughs> what, it, why has it always been the NFC South? Like, for as long as I can remember, that division has, like, the most under 500 winners. Yeah, they usually find themselves in this way. But, again, I mean, there's been a couple of really fun NFC South years. I mean, we had the Cam Newton years, the Matt Ryan years, the Drew Brees years. It just comes out of no- uh, Blake the Tom Bortles. Brady years. Blake Bort. Well, that's AFC. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're talking. I was, never mind. I was looking at AFC you're just, South. Yeah. You're just thinking of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chicago, unfortunately, they got eliminated. What a shame. They were so close. Drop 37 to, and get kicked out of the playoffs. Yeah, it feels bad. They just needed They just needed Green Bay and Minnesota to tie, if only. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. But, but yeah. I mean, Justin Fields looked amazing. Hey, did you uh, hear they were chanting, we want Justin after the game? Yeah. And that was good. It's pretty, pretty cool for him. Yeah. Draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. with your first pick and take Brock Bowers. Run a two tight end, two wide receiver set with your running backs. That offense would be scary. On a, yeah, I mean, there's two. The Bears are in such a they're in such a scary position right now because they're a team that looks good. They're a team that looks like they could potentially get somewhere soon. But if you make the wrong calls, the GM here next year. You are gonna look terrible yeah. if they pass on Caleb. If they pass on Caleb Williams and Caleb Williams goes somewhere and looks like the general ta- generational talent that he's being hyped up to be, 
that is going to be brutal for Bears fans. But same situation, if they trade out of the first overall pick, trade back, get someone like Marvin Harrison Jr., get a couple of draft picks, draft a bunch of things, and Justin Fields turns out to not advance and looks terrible, you know, that's going to suck. But again, they could draft a bunch of things and get a bunch of resources, and Justin Fields could look amazing. Or they draft Caleb Williams, he turns out to be a bust, and Justin Fields goes somewhere like Atlanta and looks amazing. It, I, there's a lot of things that could it's such a scary situation to be in as a gm yeah the lesser of that option though is get as much capital as you can ride with fields another year get harrison jr get the best offensive lineman get brock yep. bowers if you can and if fields doesn't work out this year yeah sign a quarterback yeah draft a quarterback like yeah if i'm if i'm the gm is for the bears i think i trade i try to trade with the patriots I try to get the Patriots to go up to one, go back to three, maybe snag another first-round pick next year, and then yeah, you draft MHJ and you draft uh, yeah, you draft one the best offensive lineman available with your own pick. Yeah, and even it, you could draft a quarterback in the fourth or fifth if one's available. And I mean, we see the last couple of years. Sometimes it works out. Yeah, it works out. Uh, not more often than not, but more often than it should. I should I guess it's just. It's just one of those things you don't want to be the franchise that passes on the generational talent, you know? Yeah, but I just I don't like Williams because he's two and five against top twenty five teams. He just he I just feel like he's a cancer in the locker room. I don't think so. I I I think Caleb Williams looks great. I mean he he's one of those talents. He has he has all of the you know he reads the field well. He has insane athleticism. He has a great deep arm. He has a beautiful spiral. I think if he goes to the right team, he could look unstoppable, you know? And it's one of those things where, yeah, probably the Bears draft him. He's probably a bust because the Bears just have terrible quarterback luck. Yeah. But I would not be surprised to see Caleb Williams as a top-tier quarterback coming in. I mean, it's the same thing as C.J. Stroud last year. He has a lot of those same physical attributes as cj stroud and processes the game at a similar level i mean and we saw how well that went for cj stroud but he also went to not a horrible team well houston actually capitalized very well on that draft last year well houston is a terrible team they don't have a great defense they don't have a great offense they have a, i mean he's they're not the worst working, though they're not the but i think if you if you didn't have cj stroud on that team and you rocked back in with uh Oh God! What was their guy's last name? Davis Mills. Oh, you go back oh, in with yeah, Davis, Davis Mills. Mills no. I think that team's like a two to three win team. No, but they have Case Keenum as their backup, who's won two games already this year. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think the Texans. I don't think I don't think C.J. Stroud got drafted to a good team. I think he got drafted by a really bad team that had the second overall pick for a reason. It's better and than I don't, Bryce Young. Yeah, he's definitely better than Bryce Young. But, yeah, I don't know. I think if if Caleb Williams turns out to be what he's touted to be, it's going to suck with the Bears pass on him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I saw a video after was, – it was either before the bowl game or after the bowl game. USC players were chanting, like, we're finally a real team or something like that. And, I, and, and everyone I don't know. was, like, I, jabbing at Caleb Williams for it. I don't know. I think Caleb Williams gets a lot of undeserved hate. It's he's I think he's going to go to a team and I think he's going to be fine. 
I think he has a lot of the things you want out of a first round prospect it compared to someone like Bryce Young who was undersized, right? Yeah. I I think I think he'll be successful his rookie year, but I think he's going to throw a lot of picks cuz he thinks he can throw it harder than he can. And you can see that in his big interception games in college where he's throwing like that the three pick game or whatever, he tried to throw in tight windows and it just not did not work out. Um, and in the NFL, those are going to multiply. Those, those are going to be the picks that bite you. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll we'll be... see. I mean, again, we, we'll, we're we not going to know until he gets drafted, and we'll see if he actually can yeah. do what people say he's going to do. So everyone thought Marcus Russell was generational. And into that, let's go into Vegas and the Colts with the Puppet Dog. But, yeah, you you start. I'm gonna put her in her kennel. All right. But so yeah, Vegas, Indy, Indy is finding ways to win, and somehow trying to keep themselves in their division race at nine and seven. Uh, currently sits second, and they play Houston next week for the final game. So it either will be playoffs or nothing. They. Yeah, if they lose, they're out of the playoffs. If they win, they could win their division. It'll be very interesting to see how this South plays out next week. Yeah, I think there's still wild card implications too. I think Indy and Houston can both still make the wild card if one loses. I, there's a lot of weird things with it. Uh, um, I don't think so. Oh, sorry. No, it, no, whoever wins is making the playoffs, yeah. either as the wild card or the division leader. Yeah. That was it. So, yeah, the loser is out. Um. Yeah, we'll see. That's going to be a fun game between Indy and Houston. I don't really know who I prefer, honestly. Um, I feel like they're kind of the same team. In a couple of ways, yeah. Yeah. I like Minshew. I always have. He got- yeah, I like Minshew too, but I don't know if Minshew's the guy you really want in the playoffs. No, I don't think so either. He's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see with Indy and Houston. I. I don't know. I'm not really going to pick anybody for that game because I don't really feel confident for either team. I think they're both teams that outperformed where they were supposed to be. Uh, they were, I mean, honestly, most people at the beginning of the year thought Indy and Houston were going to be drafting like both in the top five. And here they are both chasing for a uh, playoff spot. Yeah. Which is crazy. And no one expected Minshew to do what he did. He, they were supposed to run with Richardson all year. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think that really just comes down to, I mean, I think most people who watch a lot more AFC South football than us might have a better opinion, but yeah, I I don't know a whole lot about them. Raiders kept it close though. So Raiders again, looking Raiders, like a better yeah. team under Antonio Pierce. So we'll see if that continues into next year. I hope hopefully they, they don't. Yeah. Hopefully they don't let him go like they did with, uh, what was his name? Rick Bisaccia. Yeah. And yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. We'll find out. Um, all right, Rams, Giants, real close game. Giants Very close. could have won it twice. Yep. Failed both times. But once again, the Rams finding a way to win and... Punching their ticket to the playoffs. Yeah, at 9-7. and seven. <laughs> I know, yeah, pretty crazy. Getting pretty crazy right you can time. clinch at 9-7, and seven, right? Yeah. 
That's absurd. We have teams kind of out of the playoffs at nine and seven. Yeah, the Bengals have the same record in our eliminator. Oh no, you guys we, are eight and eight. Well, Green Bay's eight and eight and in the playoffs. Cincinnati's eight and eight and sitting what five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh. <laughs> how, how make that make sense? Uh, the NFC sucks, man. Yes. Yeah, um. Yeah, Giants made it a lot closer than it was supposed to be. Uh. Giants, I think, have a pretty bright future, honestly. I think that team is starting to get constructed pretty well. And I think if they can start getting their QB room figured out a little bit more and if they can start getting more of an identity on offense, um, I think they could start winning games. And because, I mean, this was a close game against the Rams, and I think the Rams are a pretty damn good team. Oh, yeah. They're catching fire. And I, I think it was a mistake signing Jones to, what was it, 145? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you should. Signing Daniel Jones is one of those franchise-altering mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, And they need to to hope they can get that monkey off their back because what a terrible contract. Yeah, if they can get in a decent quarterback and a good wide receiver, I could see the Giants making a little bit of noise. Yeah, I definitely think so, too. I mean, it's a relatively weak NFC, so if they can start building up something... They can start it's, making a push for it. Yeah, it just is inconvenient that they are uh, with Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Stafford, though. That guy's, a, I, the guy's insane. Stafford with white wide receivers. Unreal. Yep. Can't uh, let it happen. No. Let's move into the biggest upset of the week. Arizona versus Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good old Kyler Murray. Yeah, I I think what well, I saw a lot of people talking about that Arizona's the best four win team ever. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> beating Philly, beating Dallas, beating Pittsburgh, beating Atlanta. It's a pretty good it's a pretty good four wins to have. Yeah. They're um, getting smashed by Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. No, Arizona Arizona looked good. I mean Kyler Murray looks like he can still play quarterback at a high level. Yeah. The Eagles defense is awful they they changed play callers and it hasn't worked it has been terrible bradbury's garbage bradbury shouldn't be on a team (laughs) Mm -mm. it is it is bad like the amount that defense has regressed people were talking about that defense being the best unit in the nfl before the season started yeah what they they were what nine and one ten and one and now they're yeah, sitting at they just regressed. They're sitting at eleven, 11 and five. And five. I think. <laughs> they've they've won in four <sighs> in the last five games. What a terrible downturn! Yeah, I. Yeah. This Eagle team again. Uh, we were just talking about the Giants. The Eagles play the Giants next week. I don't know if I take the Eagles comfortably. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close. <laughs> hey, everyone thought they'd be the Cardinals too, and look what happened. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like I don't I don't feel confident saying the Eagles are gonna beat the Giants. Yeah, I mean either. Whereas and that's the thing that makes the difference between them and Dallas. I feel confident thinking the Dallas are gonna beat the Commanders. Oh yeah. Commanders. I feel are real confident in that. All over the place. But again, I think if you had the if I think if you would switch the teams, I wouldn't really feel that comfortable taking Philly over Commanders, but I'd feel really comfortable taking Dallas over Giants. Yeah, Cowboys I, are just playing the well, Cowboys are just the better team in the NFC East, and that's going to suck for – I mean, it sucks to hear for Philly fans because that's like yeah. 
well, it's pretty much spitting on their parents. Yeah. But good thing Jordan's not here. Yeah. Well, no, Jordan would love it. No, I know. Talk shit about Philly. <laughs> He'd be all over <laughs> He'd be it. But Philly looks terrible. I mean, Jalen Hurts has regressed. The defense has regressed terribly. AJ Brown's throwing hissy fits in the locker room, apparently. Yeah, and I mean, I don't blame him. This team sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, didn't he have like how many consecutive games did he have like 125 yards or something like that? And then the last. Oh, he broke like, the record. Yeah, and then he broke the last the like five weeks, he's had probably a total of like 300 yards. Yeah, because freaking no one's throwing to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, it's uh, terrible. It, uh, what? Uh, um. Nick Sirianni doubled down on their last drive of the game or whatever like that with two QB draws and a wide receiver screen. Yeah, awful. Uh, how? How? Why? I don't know if Nick Sirianni is going to be coaching this team next year, honestly. Depends on what they do. Yeah. I mean, they, they could go into the playoffs and make a noise and be fine, but I really doubt it. I think Philly, honestly, I would take the NFC South winner to beat Philly. And the, and the wild card. <laughs> if you if Tampa stays up there, I take Tampa over Philly. I I if, feel more confident in Tampa over Philly, hundred percent. Even though they got beat by New Orleans, give me Baker on a good day in the playoffs. Whew. Yeah, he's gonna play way above his expectations, and yeah, we say yeah. that and Tampa's gonna miss the playoffs. <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah. Imagine Atlanta wins that division. That's gonna be hilarious. Can they? They can, um, because I think. If Tampa if Tampa loses to the uh, the Panthers and Atlanta beats New Orleans, they win the division at eight and nine. I think. Wow. Kind of love yep. NFC South football, baby. It's the best. Uh, yeah, let's hop. Speaking over. of them, so yeah, let's go to New Orleans and Tampa. <laughs> I I don't even know what happened in this game. Uh, uh, Baker looked like shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, Jordan. and I were jokingly saying, "What about the Baker MVP?" Uh, discussion and yeah, well, yeah, you don't have to talk about that anymore. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's this division. They're they're just taking wins from each other. They, I don't. All, all these teams suck. I like I like Tampa still the most, just because it's a like just because it's a uh, it's a division game and weird things happen and teams play worse against each other. I still think Baker's the better QB than Derek Carr. I think oh, yeah. the Tampa defense is better than the geriatric <laughs> Saints defense. Um, I like Tampa's weapons more. I like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin a lot more. I like the running game more with oh, Rashad White. I just like everything more on the on the Bucks than I do the Saints. So yeah, I agree. And I'd be I'll be shocked if they don't win the division. Yeah, but you never know. The Cardinal or the not the Cardinals, the Panthers, Panthers could uh, want to play a little bit of spoiler so that's true i don't see it happening but that's true i don't see it happening either panthers suck yeah but let's go into another team that sucks the commanders got i wouldn't say destroyed by the 49ers like it wasn't that bad of a game as as a commanders fan if you want to lose by 17 the 49ers i think you had a pretty good game i agree like yeah mccaffrey didn't do much Purdy didn't do much but they still put up 27 somehow yeah, yeah. So 49ers clinched their uh, clinched the NFC. Thanks to gonna the have that first round by tying that all the way back to the Lions game. Oh uh, yeah, but 
There so, yeah. it is. I was like, what are you saying? I was like, dude, they lost by 17. There was no official. Yeah, you didn't see that? They called back <laughs> three like, touchdowns. I was, like, I was like, what the fuck? The commanders didn't stand a chance this one, Danny. No. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> San Francisco yes. clinched because the Lions lost. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still think, I'm, again, if you would give me the 49ers over the Lions, I still think the 49ers are the better team. Oh. 49ers have been in the best NFC team the whole year, even when they had that weird slid. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be fine. And they're probably going to walk out of the NFC. Um, you know, if they if we get to the championship game of Dallas and the 49ers, Dallas ain't winning if they're not at home. So Yeah, the 49ers should have came out of the NFC last year if Purdy didn't get hurt. Exactly. Um, so I think it's their redemption year. And the Super Bowl logo is red, so that only makes sense. It's red and purple. Yep. Coincidence? Oh, the last three years it worked out that way. So... Has it really? Has it really uh, been the last three years? The logos uh, on the well, Super Bowl. This, year, if it works out this year, yes. The last two, yeah, because it was orange and yellow, with the Bengals and Rams. Last year was green and red. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I don't want to talk, talk about that. The, top, <laughs> the color on top lost every time. So the top color was orange. The top color was green. What's the, the top, top color? Color is red. Oh, we can't we can't have a Baltimore Super Bowl, man. <laughs> and what's really funny is people pointed that out and they issued a new Super Bowl logo like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. That's actually kind of that's kind of smart on their part. They're like, yeah. oh shit. Well, no. um, They're like, oh shit, this doesn't look good. <laughs> but into your possible upset alert, Panthers got uh, goose egged by the Jaguars. Oh yeah, because yeah, they suck. It is so hard to get goose egged in football. Like you just have to have get the to the Panthers like, done it twice this year. I think so, but you have to get to like the forty-five yard line to just get a field goal. Yeah. Like, how? Like how? How do you score zero points, <laughs> dude? When you look up the Panthers schedule, it comes up with the Florida Panthers. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> it makes sense. They made it to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Nobody cares about the Carolina Panthers. No. Uh, the only thing that came out of that game yet last week was the owner throwing a oh dude yeah David drink Tepper. on it's... the fans. Dude, yeah, can you imagine that you're throwing your team sucks so hard and you're getting like you're getting upset that the fans are like heckling you and you yeah. throw it. Dude, next Dan Snyder right there. Oh yeah, he 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 has single handedly destroyed the Panthers. He took a Super Bowl contending team and ran them into the ground. Yeah, he's awful, and yeah. he needs to get fired ASAP. He can't get fired because he owns the team. Oh, yeah, he can't fire him. He needs to fire himself. Yeah, he just needs to sell the team. But, yeah, Bryce Young finished with 19, 19 to 32, 112 yards in a pick, so with a 53.1 QBR. The leading rusher finished with 45 yards. Like, that's just... <sighs> they, should not, they should not have made that trade for the first overall pick. Now, I mean... C.J. Pether almost had more rushing yards than the Panthers oh that's so bad they're such a bad team yeah we don't need to talk about that anymore Jags no, still kind of Jags are fine they'll I I think they'll beat the Titans next week I they think should. they're gonna win their division Titans the are Titans weird. yeah the Titans could play spoiler but I don't really see it happening I think um, next week is the last time we'll see Derrick Henry in powder blue and red what a shame yeah. Man, it's just gotten too old. All right, let's hop into Pittsburgh Seahawks. 
Oh, you're skipping ahead. We got Miami Baltimore next. Oh, I skipped a whole line. My bad. <laughs> we were talking about Tennessee and I just saw them. But Miami Baltimore, I don't like Miami. We talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. Miami has an awful defense. Yeah. Um, they can't stop anything. Especially and with Bradley really, Chubb going down. Like, that really hurt them. Yeah, that the sucked end. for them. Yeah. And the thing about it is, like, just Miami, I, I haven't liked them all year. I know people were talking about, like, really early on in the year, oh, Miami is going to go 17-0. and 0. They're going to have the undefeated season. This offense is unstoppable. This is the best offense we've seen in generations. Like, Miami's never had a good defense. And no. this – oh, sorry, never had – they haven't had a good defense this year. Yeah. And their winning formula really just comes down to can Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert carry the team? Yeah. And, and if they can't, they're losing. Yeah, their offense and defense is set up completely different. Their offense has the fastest people in the NFL, and their defense has the oldest and slowest. Yeah, and you're just not going to win like that, no. especially in today's day and age. And I'm sorry, but Tua is arguably not even a top 15 QB. I was just about to bring that up. I don't like Tua against a good defense. He, uh, I, he crumbles. I yeah, I don't know. He can't handle it. I don't he know crumbles. what it is. They don't like – Baltimore Baltimore does have the best defensive unit in the NFL, right? Yeah. But like this is supposed this was for the one seed and, and you only put up 19 and get 56, 56. pieces. Yeah. Absurd. And and some of those points came from freaking Tyler Huntley. Yeah. And the, the Baltimore's only favored by 3. Yeah. They're only favored by 3 coming into this week. And they 56 bomb them. Yeah, the over-under was 47, favored by three, and they covered it themselves. Ridiculous, dude. Anyone who took the under on that game, though, is dumb to begin with. Yeah, that was obviously going to be off as a shootout. Yeah, well, we're, we're confirmed Lamar's the MVP. Even Which I hate. If, even if he goes out there and shits the bed next week, if you, throw, if you throw a perfect passer rating 300 yards and five touchdowns in a game with, this, with these stakes, you're the MVP. Yeah. And he's the only quarterback who deserves it this year. I've been saying it for weeks. Um, but, yeah. I, I just Lamar. think we need a quarterback award because, like, there's players that deserve the MVP over a quarterback that's been up and down all year. Well, not up and down, but started slow and got hot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could like, agree, but I think Lamar – does deserve it to a degree. I think they just need to rename the awards, and I think that would make it best. Just name it the Peyton Manning Award if that goes to the best QB, and then have the Offensive Player of the Year Award yeah. be like, I don't know, like whoever yeah. has the most offensive players. Christian McCaffrey this year. Yeah, I think Offensive Player of the Year is going to go to Christian McCaffrey, but they should just rename it. it. It's only a QB award. It's called the Peyton Manning Award. I don't think anybody would be upset about that. There is no MVP. It's not basketball. Yeah. That, that's fair enough for me. No, I agree. They need a. I mean, it's just hard to get rid of an award, though. But it is. But if it's, if you, I mean, people will know it's the MVP. No, you know? yeah. Because it goes <laughs> to the quarterback nine times out of ten. It goes 10. to the quarterback, anyways. Yeah. Um, and I think Christian McCaffrey could have won it if Lamar didn't start playing like this towards the end of the season. No. Yeah. And if Tyreek didn't hit a weird slump. Well, yeah. And if Tyreek. And I think if Tyreek would have eclipsed 2,000 yards, I think even with Lamar doing this, I think he probably still could have won it. If you have but, a receiver break 2K in the first time in your league's history, you better give him. And MVP. I think he, and I think he would have gotten it. But the thing is, is Lamar just played, and has been playing insane football for the last few weeks. 
He's the best quarterback. He hasn't had a bad game like all the other quarterbacks in the NFL have had this year. Yeah. You, you have to give it to him. And, yeah. you know, I, again, I shouldn't be the guy to have to defend Lamar because I'm a freaking Steelers fan. Baltimore. And I can't stand Baltimore. But Lamar is one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And yeah. I don't know what it is about people, but they're just always like, oh, well, Lamar can't win on the big stage. Lamar can't do this. Lamar's not a passer. He's only a rusher. He should win rusher. All this bullshit. Lamar has proved people wrong time and time again. He is one of the best QBs in this league, and he deserves to be in conversations with Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert because he plays just as well as them in multiple times. And a lot of people after this game came out and said, oh, well, Lamar got carried by his receivers. Are you kidding me? In the beginning With of the year, they were like, he doesn't have receivers. In the beginning of the year, we were talking about they don't have res- receivers. And if Joe Burrow had this type of game, do you think anybody would be saying, oh, he got bailed out by his receivers? No, can, they'd be talking about how good Joe Burrow is. I even though Joe some Burrow people. has... But those people are so few and yeah. far between compared to the Lamar detractors who always talk about like, oh, well, these are the X, Y, and Z, why Lamar was able to do this when he's actually not that good of a quarterback. Whereas someone like Joe Burrow has a receiving core of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And oh, but yeah, no, Joe Burrow played out of his mind. Whereas Lamar Jackson got bailed out of his receivers. Get out of here. No, yeah, it's ridiculous. Idiotic. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. But I do. I need to see him win more playoff games because he's one and three in his career. And last time he was the one seed, he lost the first the first time he played. So, and we'll yeah we'll see. But I mean, if they play the ones, and it could technically happen because they could be the one seed, and the Steelers could be the seven. And if the Steelers somehow make it to the divisional round, you know how division games are. <laughs> yeah, third time so, charm. It could it could technically happen. And but I think if that does happen, I don't think people should be talking about Lamar as a fraud because for whatever reason, Mike Tomlin's a goddamn sorcerer. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I don't know I how he does it. it. But I if Lamar know. if Lamar loses to the Steelers in the playoffs, if anybody keeps talk shit about Lamar, they're stupid. All right. Like that is not a deserved loss. And I think oh, the same thing with Mike Cleveland. Tomlin. If he goes against Cleveland, it's going to be the same situation, but mm. you know, if Lamar loses to someone like Miami or Buffalo or something like that, then yeah, maybe we can say whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, Mike Tomlin, absurd, absurd. I don't understand. But all right, let's jump into Houston, Tennessee, real quick. That was seen. Houston, better team than Tennessee. Yeah, we don't really have to go too much into no. detail here. Um, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens with Houston and Colts. I think Jacksonville will take care of Tennessee, no problem. Yeah, and so we're gonna see two AFC South teams in the playoffs. Yes, I'm chip. All right, Pittsburgh, Seattle, big implications for both teams. Yeah, this was huge for both teams. Um, Seattle still has a chance. Uh, they just need Green Bay to lose, and they'll pretty much make it. If they win, Green Bay loses, they're in. Yep. Um, Pittsburgh needs a couple of things to happen. Uh, they need a help. They, they need help. help. They need a lot more help than Seattle does, even with this win. And honestly, this was one of the most impressive Steelers wins I've seen in a couple of years. I mean, we had the most we had 140 rushing yards in the first half, which is the most rushing yards that the Steelers have had since 2006 against the Chiefs in a half. Yeah, we had our, been pretty bad recently. Our offense <laughs> has been wise. terrible. Yeah. And yeah, this is the most yards we've had since I think it was the most passing yards by a quarterback we've had since Big Ben in 2018. It's the most total yards we've had in a game since 2020 i mean 
Yeah. The Steelers offense was working like a machine and the Najee Harris, Jalen Warren RB duo yeah. is looking phenomenal. Yeah, same thing happened with Cincinnati and like uh, Chase Brown and Mixon. I don't know why it took until Burrow went down to start using both of them. Yeah. I, I think teams just struggle with using both their backs. And I think we've seen it work so many times with teams. Like you don't have to rely on one dude. Yeah. And Pittsburgh has proven that again, where having the split between Najee Harris and Jalen Warren has been huge for this team. And Mason Rudolph, man, believe it or not, you throw it to your best receiver and he's going to pop what? off. Isn't Crazy. that insane? Isn't that insane? You throw oh the ball to George goodness. Pickens, he win football games. Crazy. Wow. Who would have thought that? Not me. No, me neither. Oh I've always liked Mason Rudolph. I always, I've always held a grudge against you guys for trading up in like the fourth round ahead of us. Remember when we were we, we watched that draft together? It happened twice in that draft. Yeah, first it did. one was uh, Devin was the Bush. Dude that had, yeah, Devin Bush it was on the Seahawks. <laughs> Devin Bush. I wanted both those players, and you guys took both of us because you traded ahead of us. Traded ahead, snag him. Sorry, Devin Bush. Both of them haven't really worked out that greatly, so it's not the end of the world. You guys screwed Mason Rudolph. If you would have let him develop and stuff, oh my goodness. I don't think we screwed Mason Rudolph at this point. I mean, look at him play now. I mean, yeah, but he he might develop into the Steelers. I'm gonna tell you this right now: Mason Rudolph's better than Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's we've seen backups blow up already this year and then fall yeah, flat on exactly. their face. And, and the thing is, is I don't think Mason, he went in the third round for a reason. He was never supposed to be in that conversation with those other 2018 draft class quarterbacks. And Mason, you know, a couple of years ago, man, he looked terrible. I mean, he was scared in the pocket, took unnecessary sacks, yeah. didn't read the field. I mean, he's just had time to sit. And, you know, I, he's talked about it in interviews like, this is my last. This is pretty much my la- effectively my last chance. I need a ball out, like, yeah. and that's what he's doing. And right now, I think if Mason somehow fucks around and wins a playoff game, Mason's the starter next year. I don't oh, yeah. care. You give that guy the reins. And Kenny Pickett, you know what? Whatever. We spent a first round pick on a really serviceable backup. Whatever. It happens. You know, <laughs> happens to happens to defensive players. It's all not the like time. you were picking in the top five or top yeah. ten. Like, at least he went to 20, I think. Yeah. I think we picked him at 20. It, it wasn't a super important pick. Yeah, it might. But you have a good team surrounding him. So it's not like you were the Browns picking Manziel at 22 when you had other things to <laughs> fill. Exactly. Yeah. But let's jump into uh, the lawsuit game of Denver and Los Angeles. Uh, benching Russell Wilson. Dude, Jared Stidham. Stidham. He looked pretty bad. Uh, that game was just bad. You had a bad. hockey stick Dude, versus Jared Stidham. I'm so I, – I don't know if I told you, but I'm going to the Chiefs-Chargers uh, game this weekend. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude, I'm ready to see Easton stick. Where are you going? I'm to, so oh, So you're going to be in L.A.? I'm going to be in L.A., yeah. Nice. You get to see SoFi Stadium. I know. I'm excited to watch a game in SoFi. I, mean, I would be, be cool. too. I'm super disappointed I'm going to be watching two backup quarterbacks play, but – Whatever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It's but the way it goes. You chose to I go to wait. a week eighteen game, so I, I should have waited. We bought those tickets like months in advance, and they were kind of expensive. We should have waited to like buy them this weekend because they probably are going to be cheap as fuck. Oh, they're going to be like seven dollars. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, regardless, yeah. there's nothing to come out from this. The only thing to come out from this is the Broncos organization is getting sued. 
yeah, they're scummy. Um, how are you going to tell your guy to, to sit? Really? Force him to restructure his contract and then sit yeah. him. Yeah. Like, how are you going to tell him? Oh, if you uh, if you don't waive your injury clause, we're gonna we're gonna bench you. <laughs> Just bench him. It's okay to bench him. There's nothing wrong with that. Just be like, all right, we don't want to bench you for cap reasons, but we're going to make the sure first you thing puts you in trouble. Skipping yeah. that first thing and doing the second is it's perfectly fine. fine. It's completely fine. But then you have to be assholes about it and say, oh, can you get rid of your money in case you tear your ACL? Yeah, we don't want you to have that because we want to cut you next year. What's I, Russell Wilson going to do? Say, I hate yeah, Sean no, I got you. Yeah, Sean Payton's a piece of shit. I, he Sean, should... been a piece... Sean Payton has been a bastard ever since he started coaching the nfl he, he did the bounty gate he brought new orleans a freaking fraudulent ring of all the fraudulent rings we've seen like over all sports i think the bounty gate one is one of the most egregious just because of the shit they were pulling that year he, he should not you if you're paying a human being to injure another human being in a sport you should never be allowed to coach in that sport again yeah, you should never be allowed again. And Sean Payton has this confidence and this just – he's such an asshole. And They had to throws, trade for him. He, told, he calls Nathaniel Hackett one of the worst coaches ever and then gets his ass beat by Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett wasn't very good. But. I mean he wasn't good, but he still lost. He still lost that game, and he yeah. looked terrible coaching Hackett, this team. Yeah, and he Hackett goes, wasn't also the head coach. He was the OC. But he was the OC. Yeah. It's just – it's Still. ridiculous what yeah. Sean Payton's doing. I hate and then Sean he Payton. comes to this situation because he wants to have Russell Wilson. He gets Russell Wilson. He wants to go. He picks his point, spot. He's like, I want to go to Denver because I want to coach Russell Wilson. And then he tells him that he's going to freaking cut him. Oh, my God. After I, I, playing at an MVP level? Dude, I, I, I hope the Broncos get rid of Sean Payton and we never have to see him coach at the NFL level again. I, hope I can't so, stand that guy. But those two moves right there set the Broncos back years. At least, I I told I said this to Jordan last year or last week, not last year, Jesus. Uh, oh, technically last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, technically last year. Technically, right. it is last year. Yeah, there we go. I, I said it to him last week. I, it's, what's it called? At least the Broncos gave themselves an out, and they can actually cut Wilson, unlike the Browns with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yes, it's a terrible contract. It's going to go down as one of the worst contracts of all time. I think Deshaun Watson's still a little worse. <laughs> yeah, that, but the whole trade aspect made it even worse with Wilson. Yeah. Um, but, hey, there's rumors Denver gets new uniforms this year, so they have something to look forward to. That's cool. Yeah. All right, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Um, I don't even know what to say. Jake Browning was falling back to earth, which is understandable. Did I tell you our our portion of the stadium was chanting "Enjoy the XFL" That's when I went to the game? Funny, <laughs> yeah, it was. Division games are brutal. Well, fun fact: um, it's not the XFL anymore. That's true. It's the it's UFL. The U- UFL, yeah, let's go, baby. UFL, United Football League. We'll be covering that. I mean, so stay tuned in March. I mean, with Kansas City, they didn't really even look good in this win. Honestly, no, I, we should have won. Um, yeah. The turning point was when we went for it on fourth and won it, or their 15-yard line or something like that, and we didn't get it because we were up 10 at that point. Um, and then they went and got a field goal. They got the ball back, touchdown, and then it just went over. Because we had a, I was looking, we had a 70% chance to win before that fourth and one play, and then we didn't get it. Yeah, so we should have just went up 13, kicked the field goal. 
But I, I, I'm glad, like, we have nothing to really lose. So, like, yeah, so we'll go why, for it. Yeah, be aggressive, you know. Yeah, but as soon as that happened, I knew the game was over. But it is what it is. Kansas City clinched. We are eliminated on the next year with a healthy Burrow, hopefully. Yeah. And I say, honestly, for the Bengals, if you go 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight after losing Joe Burrow for half the season, you can't really be too upset. Yeah, we played with a, a gimpy Joe Burrow for four weeks. Then he was one of yeah. the best players in the NFL, and then his wrist decided to explode. Yeah, I mean, we I don't know. They during just, that four-week span, we were one of the hottest teams. No, yeah, you guys look great. Yeah. And it, it just sucks that they started Joe Burrow to begin the year because imagine if in that four-week stretch you didn't have a gimpy Joe Burrow and you had Jake Browning playing. Yep. You, you might have gotten a win or two there. We but would, Well, we would have done the same thing. We started three and three with gimpy Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, but you might have won one of those games you lost with no, gimpy yeah. Joe Burrow like, because, like, because Joe Burrow wasn't able to stand on his back foot. <laughs> we would have won that Tennessee game. Yeah, it's just it's but, it's brutal the ineptitude of the medical staff there to let Joe Burrow play. I, those I first completely few weeks. agree, and I would have rather had I would have rather went three and three with Browning and had a healthy Burrow week seven after, or week eight after the bye. Yeah, because I I say it wouldn't his wrist wouldn't have exploded, but that was just a weird thing. Yeah, like, the wrist has nothing to do with it, but no. at least then you're mitigating risk, you know. Yeah, but it is what it is. Seasons over. The Bengals have always struggled with that stuff, though, man. Yeah, so. Hopefully they, yeah. I don't know. The, the franchise needs to figure out what they're doing because they got they got a window for the next ten years and they got to start doing something with it. Yeah, they can't have Joe Burrow missing this much time. No, yeah, it's at least he's not missing. Nah, no. Week eleven is still like halfway through the season nowadays. And uh, yeah, I mean Joe Burrow's missed a lot of time since coming in the NFL. Well, he's missed. It's, he's missed. What is that? Eleven. 12 through 18 week 12 through 18 two times every other season yeah. he's played full but he's only had four seasons right or five seasons uh four yeah so half of it he's he's missed a full season out of his four pretty much missed six games that's 12 games that's tough yeah but i mean 12 out of 18 times four is Eh, it's still it's still rough. It is. It, it it's is. tough. Yeah, yeah, it's he he needs to be healthy. Oh, uh, yeah, if he's definitely. not going to be healthy, the Bengals aren't going to win. Oh no, that's I really. Mean, that's if Mahomes if if Mahomes isn't. Yeah, I know if Mahomes yeah. isn't healthy. I, it's the same thing for every team. Look at Baltimore but, the last two years. Yeah, Jackson exactly. Wasn't healthy. They somehow made it to the playoffs, but didn't do anything. They almost did, but they didn't. They almost did. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> Let's jump into Green Bay real quick because. We're running long on time, which is not surprising because it's just the two of us. <laughs> yep. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, Minnesota, their quarterback. So, I hate that Cousins went down. Minnesota such a good team if Cousins was there. Minnesota has completely botched the backup quarterback situation after Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. They had Josh Jobs come in. He looked pretty all right for a couple of weeks. I mean, he looked, at, I mean, he looked good for a couple of weeks. And then he has two to three bad weeks and they panic and immediately throw in Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins looks good for a week or two. And then he has a couple of bad weeks and they panic. They bring out Jaron Hall in this game. They bench Jaron Hall to bring back in Nick Mullins. I don't know. Like you traded for Josh Dobbs. I know you're trying to push to get a 
get a playoff berth here. Just stick it out with Josh Dobbs. Don't yeah. do all of this stuff where the locker room's divided. They don't know who their leader is. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, they, Jaron Hall sucks. Like, why oh, are you throwing yeah. Jaron Hall out? Like, no you know you're not going to win a game or do any better with Jaron Hall. Either stick with Josh Dobbs or Nick Mullins. Even if they are throwing four picks, it's better than Jaron Hall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was just stupid. Green it's Bay. just ineptitude by the Vikings. Yeah. And then team. Green Bay, I could see him surprise something in the playoffs, especially if they had to play Jordan, Philadelphia. Dude, Jordan, Jordan loves looking good. He's, I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like the whole Favre Rogers to Love pipeline thing that people were discussing, but dude, Jordan Love keeps playing at this level. He's, he's looking really good. He could be. A I thought he was. I, yeah, he absolutely could be. I thought at the beginning of this year he was a serviceable journeyman. I was like, yeah, you know, Jordan Love will stay in the league for a long time. He's gonna be a pretty good high end backup. People are gonna want him. Yeah. But now, like, dude, you can't move on from Jordan Love. Jordan Love no, looks not good. Not right now, yeah. I'll be curious to see what happens with that team, see where they go, what direction they try to follow. Rest in peace to the Bears' playoff hopes, though. This game, unfortunately, did not tie. Yeah. Would have loved to see it. Me too. But, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back for next week's playoff implications. Are you looking for a podcast to advertise your business? Well, you're in luck. Here at the Fork Down Fiasco, we're looking for show sponsors. Whether you want to be a platinum sponsor and be mentioned at the beginning and end of every episode, or you just want a simple 30 or 60 second ad, we got you covered. If you're interested in having a spot on our show, you can reach us at fourthdownfiasco at gmail.com. That's fourthdownfiasco at gmail.com. We are excited to hear from you and even more excited to have you on the show. Join the Fiasco family now. And welcome back. And if you want to sponsor or find a spot somewhere in our videos to advertise, just reach out to us. Listen to what the lady said. But let's jump into week 18 and playoff implications, starting with Pittsburgh and Baltimore, who is probably benching their entire team, which is good for Pittsburgh. It's kind of funny. Almost as a Pittsburgh fan, I kind of rather they would play their starters just because we play well against Lamar Jackson for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, th I think with the backups in, I think Pittsburgh's probably going to pull this one out. I think Pittsburgh's got a lot to fight for here. I think they want to see Mason in a playoff game. Yeah. Um, the team is united against me, united behind Mason. We've scored 30 point scored 30 or more points in both of his first two starts. Like, this team's got fire, and they've caught fire at the exact right time they needed to, and they need to win this game to keep their playoff hopes alive. Like, but, you, men like you mentioned before, it's weird what happens when you start stretching the field and throwing the ball deep. Exactly. <laughs> wow, when you throw the ball deep, you can actually score. Crazy. Yeah. And your running game comes alive because your safeties yeah. aren't crowding the box. Yep. So but. Baltimore looks like they're unstoppable, but with some backups in, I think Pittsburgh could probably take this one. Yeah, I, yeah. If Baltimore was playing full, I think it'd go Baltimore. But with their backups, you guys should win, and you'll probably make the playoffs with that. Hopefully, Hopefully. Need some other stuff to happen. And this is one of the games you need to happen: Houston, Indianapolis, fighting to either win the division, make the playoffs, or nothing at all. 
So the only way this matters for Pittsburgh is if they tie, um, just because they would all go, they would both go to nine seven and one, and then we would go to ten seven ten and six or yeah ten and seven. Um, other than that, they have a they have a tiebreaker on both of them have a tiebreaker on Pittsburgh. Did you lose both to both of them? them? We lost to Houston, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's a tough situation. Yeah, I wish Cincinnati was in your spot because we beat two of the three. Yeah, so it would be a lot better. Yeah, but for Houston so, and Indianapolis, very big game between themselves. Yeah, it's either it's either division lead if Jacksonville loses, or it's either wild card spot if Jacksonville wins. The or other one gets eliminated. Yeah, whoever loses is eliminated, regardless of what happens. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it, it also depends. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, if, if Pittsburgh and I think wins, in every, wins, yeah. And I think in every scenario, I think if they tie, I think they eliminate each other. <laughs> yeah, I think so, <laughs> Which too. is kind of funny. It's so like the Raiders-Chargers game. It's the reverse of the Raiders-Chargers game last year. Yeah, where they yeah. if they tie, they both get in. Yeah, which is hysterical. But Cincinnati-Cleveland means absolutely nothing. Cleveland locked in the five spot. Cincinnati is eliminated. I guess we're only fighting for above 500. And Trey Hendrickson to be the sack leader of the NFL. He's currently How many tied is he at first. now? 17. Oh, he's got 17. He's nice. tied with Watt. Yep. And you cannot bet on him to win Defensive Player of the Year anywhere. No oh, yeah, because happen. Miles Garrett needs to win it, even though he is not is leading not in any of the statistical categories and Trey only Hendrickson has one sack is, for the last five weeks. Yeah, Trey Hendrickson is like top three in pressures, sack, number one in sacks. Win, pass rush win is that he's up there but yeah because he's not Watt, Boser, Miles Garrett or Parsons he's not going to get any recognition but yeah I, I think okay. the whole DPOY race this year being between Parsons and Garrett is ridiculous it doesn't make sense to me it's it's so dumb neither of them are leading any statistical category they haven't looked amazing besides that stretch in the middle of the year where they did. Yeah. And the last couple of weeks, they've looked terrible. I mean, Miles Garrett only has one sack over the last five weeks, and yeah. you're really going to pick him over someone like Trey Hendricks or TJ Watt? Yeah. Are you serious? Um, I was talking to Jordan today, and he was saying— Or even Rokon Smith, dude. Yeah. Or uh, Danielle. Uh, what, or what's the Vikings guy? What's uh, Daniel guy? Hunter. Yeah, Daniel Hunter. But I was talking to Jordan today, and he was saying— um, Michael Parsons hasn't had a holding call called on him in 60 quarters, which puts it at week two, <laughs> which is absurd. That's so ridiculous. That's, that That's goes so dumb. back to officiating. Um, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Cleveland Cincinnati means nothing. In the Minnesota and Detroit, that could mean something. Minnesota has an off chance of still making it. Um, obviously, they need to win this game. I think they need they need Green Bay to lose. They need Seattle to lose, and I think that gets them in. They need Green Bay, Seattle, and New Orleans to lose. Yep. So if they get all that, they make it. I yeah. doubt it. Detroit. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota looked terrible. Detroit, I think I think this is either going to push them to the two or the three seed, depending on things. If Detroit wins, and Dallas loses. Dallas and, and think, Philly lose. I think if – did they lose to Philly? No, but I think Philly still somehow would be go the two seed. If it's head to Either head, way. the Lions would have it. It'd be same record. Mm, um, okay. But yeah, if Lions win, those two lose. They have the two seed. If not, they're going to stay at the three seed. So I think they have something to fight for. So I think they're going to win this one. Yeah, I, I think they're going to win no matter what. Minnesota's a, a mess. And yeah. uh, another division game. 
or yeah, division game that could. Yeah. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville. Jacksonville should win. They need this one. Yeah. If they if they lose this one, they're they're effectively done. Oh yeah, if they lose. So, yeah. So they they need they really need to win this one. So I think they're going to put everything they have on and beat the Titans. Hey, I like CJ Beathard at least the last couple weeks he's been playing well. I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be back this game or not. I have not heard anything on it. I haven't looked into it at all, yeah. Even if he is, I think they still win. Um they'll just rely on ETN like they did last week, which is not a bad formula. No, not <laughs> at all. Um but yeah, so I think Jacksonville wins, which should keep them in the division lead i concur and uh new york new england means absolutely nothing besides draft <laughs> position yeah it's gonna be draft position i bet new england's gonna win just because bill belichick is probably gonna feel salt salty about potentially leaving and hates the jets with everything in his fiber yeah he is so. also just beats the jets he could be every year sleep yeah yeah so yeah i could see and then five and twelve ruin their only, position. Dude, you say it every week, but only if the Jets had Rodgers. Yeah, I can't wait for next year. Their defense is good. Their weapons are good. Yeah, yeah. they just need Rogers. more O line help. Yeah, it's not that they have a bad one though. Like they have Quinn. No, Williams. they have a pretty decent one, but they definitely. No, they I think they need guard help. Yeah, but they can. If that's their only position, they're going to just draft three guards in the draft. <laughs> And hope one sticks, right? Yeah. <laughs> or sign one. They have some money. Yeah. Um, and then let's hop into another division deciding game, Atlanta, New Orleans. Somehow Atlanta is 7-9. and nine. I don't know how, but it, it's happened. Yeah, Atlanta can win their division. So if they win this game and Tampa loses, they get it at 8-9. I don't It'd be like beautiful. that, but I like it at the same time would be beautiful yeah atlanta sucks arthur smith is one of the worst head coaches in the league Are doesn't they? know how to utilize any of his players doesn't know how to finish any game out nope and Do- they has- keep playing quarterback roulette with the same two quarterbacks yeah and they both suck just put one in and stick with them they're the same yeah, person exactly yeah they're both terrible like who cares who cares if you were they both Taylor have Heineke randomly or- good games once in a blue moon <sighs> yeah but desmond ritters so yeah Desmond, Desmond Ritter's bad, man. I think, dude, Desmond Ritter is like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like anything Desmond Ritter does. Um, he's just he's just been terrible this year. Yeah. And Taylor Heineke hasn't been much better, but. They're, they, I feel like they've been about the same. I don't yeah. know. It's weird, but pick a quarterback and stick with them. But I, I can see this. the Saints are going to win this one, I think. Yeah, I think the Saints are going to want to try. Because even though if the Saints win, the Tampa Bay wins, they that means that they still get eliminated. They could still potentially get that seven seed if the rest of the seven seed fighting teams lose. So I think Tampa's gonna try to push in and I just think I just or sorry, not Tampa. New Orleans is gonna try to push in and New Orleans is just better than Atlanta. Um I think Atlanta is a more talented team, honestly. But besides just, quarterback yeah, besides quarterback and that and, coaching ineptitude. And not using B. John Robinson. You drafted him 7th uh, exactly. overall, and like, you don't use him. Like, what's the point of drafting a running back 7th overall if you're going to have him have, like, you're just going to run Tyler Igier? Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, he's not bad, but he's not B. John Robinson. We talked about it earlier. Run the two running back if you, set. If you wanted to fucking, if you wanted to run Tyler Igier, why did you draft B. John Robinson? You have Cordell Patterson, too. 
Those two were like, great last year. Yeah, Tyler Algier and Cordell Patterson looked great as a duo last year. And, and they I, draft Bijan, and it's like, okay, you know what? These guys are just going to run the ball. They I, want a three three running back set. They're going to run the ball. They're going to old school football. Fuck yeah, let's see it. And then they don't use Bijan, who's their best running. Oh my! Arthur I think Smith they got scared. Idiot. With they were like, oh, Bijan's the best running back prospect since whatever they said, LT or whoever. And they're like, we, he fell to seven. We have to take him, right? We can't let anyone else take Bijan. Like, he's a good running back. He's a good player. And then they just don't use him. But they I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't it's baffling. The same, they do the same with Kyle Pitts and Drake London, too. Just two great players that just don't. Oh. I love the Falcons owner. He just needs to let him go. Fire yeah, Smith. Just, let him just go. Just get rid of Arthur Smith. I, I bet if you get it. Bring in anybody, any other head coach. And they'll be better than Arthur Smith. Yeah. Put me in there. I'm running a three running back set. We're going <laughs> Army Air Force, baby. Triple. Yeah, triple we're going option. Air Force triple option. Good luck. Let's see if it works. Honestly, though, I'd love to see a triple op- option in NFL offense. It, it just it, you can't. You need to push the ball downfield. But if you pull them in, and then you could have a quarterback that could still throw. Yeah, like, I run a triple it, option with Bijan. Lamar I think if any team could here. run the triple I think if any team could run the triple option it is the Falcons. But I mean that's maybe, not really a hot take. Maybe the Falcons draft Williams and they run a triple option. He can throw oh, the ball. Oh god. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, he could. Just saying. If that happens, you heard it here first. All right, let's head into Tampa, Carolina. You said you want Carolina to win. Or you not want, but you could see them spoiling. Yeah, yeah. I don't want Carolina to win because I think Tampa is the best division, the best team in that division, and I would rather see Tampa play Philly. Yeah. Than and these other three teams, just because I I think any or sorry any other two teams, Carolina's been eliminated since like week three. Um, week one. <laughs> uh, but I I don't think the other two teams could beat Philly. I think Tampa could. Yeah. So I don't want to see Tampa win. But division madness, it's the way it goes. And I think it would be kind of hilarious if Carolina wins this game. Yeah, but it's just going to be a quiet game. There's going to be 15 fans at the game. Cause it's in Hopefully Carolina. they get goose to then. <laughs> I feel like they will. But let's have it, hop into another division game. One team's eliminated. One team is currently sitting in the playoffs. But I would not be surprised if Chicago pulled to Chicago and eliminated the Packers from the playoffs. Be cool to see. That'll be. Funny. I don't think. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Jordan loves playing at high enough level. I think the receivers are starting to ball out a little bit for Green Bay. The, the only thing that. Clicking. Yeah, the defense is starting to put it together a little bit. I still don't think that defensive unit for Green Bay is good, but at least they got something going. They're they're serviceable. Um, they're not yeah. giving up thirty points. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be hard for Chicago to win. Chicago doesn't really have anything to play for, honestly, besides spoiling Green Bay. Yeah, I think Green Bay really wants to make the playoffs and see what Jordan Love can do. But I mean, if I'm Chicago, I'm not wanting my division rival in the playoffs. I'm, no, not at all. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. If if this were the Bengals and you were playing the Browns and the Browns were eight and nine and you guys were seven and nine, you're absolutely playing your heart out to beat the Browns oh, yeah. and kick them out. But that's you know it's. Green Bay, I think, is just a fundamentally better team. So yeah. I think we're going to take it. Yeah. But Denver Vegas means absolutely nothing once again. We'll see. Back- well, actually, it does, it does mean something because uh, oh, Denver right. has a lot of lost tiebreakers. So Denver being at nine and eight is actually good for a lot of teams. 
because yeah. that means they get to jump them if they're nine and eight. However, if Vegas wins, that puts both of them at eight and nine, and a lot of those nine and eight teams don't jump each other. That also so helps I, for next year's scheduling. A fourth, third, or fourth place schedule. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. So the thing is, is I think there's two teams that are relying on Denver to win. I think it's the Steelers and the Bills, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Steelers and the Bills, if they lose games, they go to nine and eight. Denver winning here is important because the way the tiebreakers work, I think those AFC South teams that could go nine and eight, um, I think they lost to Denver. So that means that since they lose to Denver, Denver's got the tiebreaker on them. But then teams like the Bills and Pittsburgh have a tiebreaker over Denver. The so they jump Buffalo all the and way Denver up. can't have the same record oh duh yeah um i forget who else it was it was so, there's two teams that could be at nine and eight and make the playoffs and it matters for them and there's two teams that don't I that think it doesn't Houston matter in pittsburgh yeah i think it's something like that i think indy beat denver could be wrong there we go that's it so yeah. for houston and so far sorry for pittsburgh and indy it's important for denver to win because they would both jump denver Whereas um, for Houston, it's bad if Denver wins because they want to jump Denver or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I, I, don't I don't, see Denver There's winning. so many situations going on with that that it's kind of yeah. ridiculous. But, but I don't see Denver winning anyways. Vegas, they're a solid team. I like O'Connell as a serviceable quarterback for absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, I think Vegas is more favored here, but it's, I don't know. It's a battle of the backups. Yeah it doesn't matter for either of their seasons. So who cares? No, it, it'll be, Hopefully I'm no sure it's hurt. It, it's probably going to be a low scoring kind of boring game. Hopefully no probably going to be like a, yeah, exactly. That's what you're rooting for. Yeah. Um, let's hop into Philly, New York, which I, you said could be an upset, which I could see. Yeah. I, I, again, I think Philly's going to win, especially with Tyler but... Taylor. Yeah, I, I no, think Philly, Philly. I think Philly's gonna win. I mean, they should win, but I don't feel comfortable about it. <laughs> no, me neither. I could see. Tyra I don't want to say Taylor, it confidently. If he's still a quarterback for the Giants, pulling up an upset. Um. Yeah, we. No one thought that. Yeah, we went over Philly a bunch, so we can just yeah. jump into Seattle and Arizona. Seattle, Arizona. I, Arizona's a weird team. I don't understand it. Seattle's a weird team. Somehow they're eight and eight. With the playoff on the line. Seattle if Seattle loses, they're eliminated, so they need to win this one. Mm-hmm. Um if but it, wins, they screw their draft position. They do screw their draft position, but I don't think they really honestly I so I have a friend who's a Cardinals fan, and a lot of people really do want like a lot most Cardinals fans do want the better draft position, right? Mm. But he actually had a pretty good take that I liked where he was saying that with a brand new coach it's almost more important to get these types of wins and push your team in this type of direction because it makes you a more it makes you a more preferable landing spot a lot of teams are going to look at arizona and see wow this this team was supposed to be terrible jonathan gannon comes in turns this team into a five-win team despite all the things that are happening kyler murray's playing really good football i'm a free agent all of a sudden i'm like yeah you know what i don't have to deal with winter I might go to Arizona, yeah. right? Yeah, like they, so, they were – it seemed like they were trying to tank in the beginning of the year. They traded away everyone for a bag of chips, and now they have a chance at five wins. 
Yeah, and that, that team has a lot to fight for. They look oh, like yeah. they're a good team. It looks like a good culture to get yourselves into. Yeah, I think so Kyler I think Murray's this... still going to be the face of that franchise. Yeah, I don't think they're going to move on from Kyler Murray. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it would, I I don't know. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win just because Seattle is a better team. But Cardinals are playing some pretty good football, and I think it is good for them to win. A yeah. lot of times when we get to these like teams that have like five or less t- wins, it's always like, oh, just lose the games, get the better draft position. But you have to think about it. Like, if tanking worked in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns would have 10 Super Bowl rings, right? That's true. Well, like, you had coaching for that. They didn't. They tanked yeah. and had no head coaches. <laughs> exactly. And so I don't think the Cardinals going to 5-12 and 12 really Matters. is going to look like a bad thing in a couple of years. No. They'll probably still get their same player that they're going to get at 4-13. and 13. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kansas City, L.A., uh, uh yeah i'll nothing. be there so i'll be fine yeah. it means nothing yeah i think mahomes is probably gonna sit um because yeah. they're the locked in a three seed It'd be two backups It'd be kind of boring yeah should be a entertaining game like watching yeah. the xfl huh definitely right <laughs> or a preseason <laughs> game or yeah um la san fran san fran's gonna sit everyone yeah, San Fran's going to sit everyone. Clinch the playoff spot. LA could technically sit everyone, but they probably won't because they. I think they probably would want to be the sixth seed instead of the seventh seed. I guess it would depend um, on tiebreakers. I don't know yeah. if they hold tiebreakers. Luckily, over. they play later, so they can kind of see how stuff falls and they can make a decision there. Well, yeah, every team, yeah, every team that matters for them, uh, I guess, minus Seattle. Um, yeah, so they can take a look at it and kind of make a decision there. Yeah, the I mean, if you're... Sorry, New Orleans. New Orleans wins or loses. If you're the Rams, you probably want to. You probably want that three seed. You probably want that six seed to play the three seed rather than get in the seven to play the two. So they're probably not going to rest their starters. Uh, I Honestly, I wouldn't matter playing the Cowboys or Eagles. Yeah, but just as a team, you probably, no, you probably no. want the three seed. Or you probably want the six seed. Yeah, and then you can hold away from San Francisco a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dallas, Washington. Dallas is going to destroy them. Yeah, they're going to clinch the... Unless the Dallas uh, not winning away continues. They haven't won an away game yet. Or sorry, no, they have. They have, my bad. They haven't lost a home game yet. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, Dallas is going to destroy them. There's nothing else really. They're going to win their division. After the Eagles held it the entire season, until this week funny. and last week, and then the game of the week, big implications for one of the teams. Miami can't miss. I don't think. I think no matter what no, happens, clinched. Miami. Yeah, Miami is clinched. So they're either going to be a wild card team, or they're going to be a division leader. But I think they absolutely want the home field advantage. Oh, they don't yeah. want to travel in the cold. Um, they want their stadium. Yep. So this is going to be huge for Miami. This is huge for Buffalo too. Just the fact that you're you're sitting there, you thought your season was over, you were effectively eliminated. You were a 12 seed 2 weeks ago. You were a 12 seed like 2 to 3 weeks ago. This is huge. So if they can win this game, that's going to be massive for Buffalo, but again, I'm not high on Buffalo. I'm also not high on Miami. I don't like either of these teams, but I think this could be Miami, a really weird Miami game. needs this win and I think that we're going to see I think we're going to see an insane offensive production from both of these teams. It's, so it's probably going to be really fun. The over under better be like 55 and a half. Yeah, right. 
but yeah there we go playoff implications and we'll see what happens next week yeah we'll see where it goes but it's gonna be fun it shall all right well thank you guys for listening on whatever platform you're listening on or watching if you decide to watch it but yeah tune in next thursday to see how the playoffs shake out and who gets eliminated who moves on and we'll go from there all right peace adios